In a banana republic, a great deal of power is concentrated in the hands of just a few people. Meaning, the working class population is very large and poor. The ruling class is small and rich. In a banana republic, there's usually an understanding between politicians, key businessmen ahead of huge corporations, and the military. And it allows the three groups to maintain all the power. And all three groups benefit from this arrangement. The more diverse that an economy is, the less power can be concentrated into the hands of just a few. Lawfare is the use of legal systems and institutions to damage and delegitimize an opponent or or to deter individuals' usage of their legal rights. That's lawfare. The institutional apparatus that has been picking presidents in the United States since it got rid of JFK is now going after Donald Trump. This is fight for control of our elections, specifically the candidates themselves. Does the machine pick our presidents or do we? That's the battle that is happening right now before your very eyes in the United States of America. These indictments are all to do one thing. They're all to communicate loudly to all the candidates and to you, the American people, that a handful of us who sit on top of the banana republic, who are politically and economically connected, we will pick your president. You do not. And you, meaning you and your representatives, your candidates, do not question us. You do not ask questions about whom we decide will run the country. That decision is up to us and not up to you. That's where we are in the United States of America. Another indictment handed down against Donald Trump midnight last night. The indictment was posted on Fannie Willis's website before the grand jury even voted. It's obvious lawfare. 98-page, 41-count indictment charging Donald Trump, his lawyers, his campaign aides, with multiple crimes and a nationwide challenge, challenge to the 2020 vote. When you go through it bit by bit, it is 98 pages. When you go through it, what you find is they're saying, well, he tweeted his challenge to the election. And that expanded the conspiracy. He questioned the number of votes. That challenged the conspiracy, or that in, in, emboldened the conspiracy. Donald Trump is on trial in Georgia, along with the 18 others, for challenging the federal election. Challenging that institutional apparatus I was just describing. Challenging who they picked to be president of the United States in a scheme that is being exposed every day. The indictment was released about midnight last night. This was the result of a rush grand jury process. It took one day, one day, to consider this complicated set of allegations, 19 defendants in, involved, including the president, and a whole wide array of states and jurisdictions, they deliberated for just a couple of hours and handed down an indictment that had already been published on the state's website. The indictment. Well, they say it was a bogus one, but it matches the indictment on the state's website before the grand jury ever even voted. The system's rigged against you, not against Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not against Donald Trump. The system's rigged against you and your choice to decide whom you want to be president of the United States. That's what we're talking about. And I don't care what number or name or letter you hang behind your name. They don't care about Democrats anymore. They care about Republicans. I'm going to tell you that right now. They just happen to be allied with the Democrat Party right now because the Democratic Party seeks the same thing they do, and that is more ultimate power and riches at the very top of the chain.
them through, you know, bogus climate change, etc., accumulating more of your money and more of your power and taking away your freedom. This is the way it works in banana republics. This is the way it works in communist regimes. The very few, they take all the power, they take all the money, and you can go to hell. The indictment does not fundamentally concern actions taken in Georgia. It describes words spoken and actions taken by the Trump campaign and a variety of other states in their efforts to cast doubt on the 2020 presidential election. The indictment charges several defendants with crimes for merely making statements, making statements, words, that the 2020 election was stolen. The indictment claims that actions such as holding public hearings in Pennsylvania amounted to acts in furtherance of an illegal conspiracy just by having hearings. Questioning, you're having hearings. Well, that's, that's a violation. You don't question us. You don't question us. Other acts that are referred to as furthering the conspiracy include tweets by President Trump encouraging people to watch public hearings in which allegations of voting irregularities were being made by Trump's lawyers and witnesses. He merely tweeted, hey, watch these hearings. He's being charged with a crime for tweeting that. Not only that, he's been told to surrender by noon on August 25th or an arrest warrant will go out. The sheriff in that county has already said he's going to take mug shots and fingerprints of Donald Trump and release mug, pro- mug shots. The indictment also describes an effort to prepare false electors. And the New York Times has even called that alternate electors. Despite the precedent set by Democrats in 1960 on behalf of JFK in the Hawaii race there, basically Donald Trump and his organization while they were awaiting to hear back from judges, they put together their electors to have them ready as a contingency in case the judge came and said, yes, I find that, oh, yeah, you did win, Trump, and he would have the electors ready to go. That's all. That's it. That's all he did. Having the team in place ready to go in case the judge ruled in his favor. Finally, the indictment attempts to charge alleged federal violations in state court seeking accountability in a Democrat-run, Democrat-friendly jurisdiction for actions allegedly taken by the Republican presidential nominee in the last presidential race. In other words, they put it in a Democrat-friendly court, state, just like they did in Washington, D.C. I'd like for you to note there has never been any prosecution in any jurisdiction of Hillary Clinton and her lawyers and aides, and they were involved in the Russian collusion hoax, seeking to overturn the results of the 2016 election, and Hillary never got over it. You'll hear from her later. Nor has there ever been any prosecution, the shadow campaign that the Democrats ran in 2020 to swing that election by challenging votes in K-swing states to suppress news, to censor social media, to encourage social unrest. That was in 2020. No prosecution whatsoever. This indictment came just hours after the document was posted on the Fulton County's website. And, huh, they hadn't even voted yet. There is no probation in this case. It will be mandatory time. I'm curious, when are they going to indict Stacey Abrams, who continues to say she's the legitimate governor of that state? She still says that to this day, that the point of our system is the duty, as I view it, to question the system, to question election results, to speak freely. But that's not the way they're doing it here. The institutional apparatus that got rid of JFK is now saying to you, you will not decide who is going to be the president of the country. We will decide that. By the way, Fannie Willis, who is the attorney general here who's working on this, took and released new PR photos last Thursday and Friday. I told you about that, preparing for this. And, And she put up a fundraising website and email using these charges as reason to support her candidacy and that happened last thursday and friday not politicized at all jack smith and fanny willis waited 30 minutes to bring the charges and now they want 
to hurry the trial. Why? She said she wants it within six months, which would be February from right now, right in the middle of primary season. Willis refused to answer if she was in contact with Jack Smith. Uh, Smith, obviously she is. They are colluding to bring down Donald Trump. And here we sit, ladies and gentlemen, a thousand-year sentence facing President Donald Trump. He called it a dark period, and you'll get his response about all this coming up next. And the criminal herself will sound off, too. Coming right back, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hi, I'm Shane Raffle. Donald Trump, in response to another indictment handed down against him at midnight last night. 19 people were indicted, and the whole world is laughing at the United States as they see how corrupt and horrible a place it has turned out to be under the leadership of crooked Joe Biden. The racist and corrupt district attorney of Fulton County, which has turned out to be a murder capital of the world with among the highest violent crime levels anywhere in our country, just opened a fundraising site in order to benefit off the things that she campaigned on. I will get Donald Trump. It is a continuation of the greatest and longest-running uh, witch hunt in American history. This politically-inspired indictment, which could have been brought close to three years ago, was tailored for replacement or placement right smack in the middle of my political campaign where I am leading all Republicans by a lot and beating Joe Biden soundly in almost all polls. It's not even conceivable that a person with such a record of failure as Fannie Willis could be allowed to interrupt perhaps the most important election in the history of our country. Just like she was allowed in Atlanta to go to hell with all of the crime and violence, so too Joe Biden allowed the United States of America to go to the same place with millions of people invading our country, inflation, bad economy, no energy, and lack of respect all over the world. Donald Trump said... Fannie Willis should focus on the people that rigged the 2020 presidential election, not those who demand an answer to what happened. Hillary Clinton. She immediately raced to the cameras and sat there with Rachel Maddow, cut number three. Fancy meeting you. Oh, I can't believe this. (laughs) Yeah, this is not the circumstances in which I expected to be talking to you. Nor me, Rachel. It's always good to talk to you. But honestly, um, I didn't think that it would be under these circumstances. Yet another set of indictments. She was extremely happy about it. She laughed uh, again last night. She and Rachel Maddow, they're just, you know, uh, orgasmic delight going on here with these women about this. Hillary will never get over 2016. It was her turn, and Donald Trump, no, 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 no. You took it from her. And hell has no fury as a woman scorned. Russian collusion. Hillary is the one who should be in jail. Not putting Donald Trump in there for a thousand years. Let's cut a cut two. Here's Fannie Willis, the DA. No, I can't tell you anything about um, what you refer to. What I can tell you is that we had a grand jury here in Fulton County. They deliberated till almost 8 o'clock, if not right after 8 o'clock. An indictment was returned. It was true-billed, and you now have an indictment. Um, I am not an expert on clerk's duties um, or even administrative duties. I wouldn't know how to work that system, and so I'm not going to speculate. She is lying to you. She's responding to a question about the indictment being posted on her website, the county's website in Fulton County, Georgia, before the grand jury even voted. And last night at midnight, she told the American people, I have no idea how that system works. I don't know what you're referring to. I had nothing to do with it. She's lying to the American people about that. She's been a prosecutor. She has worked with this system for quite some time. Even she told us, since she became a prosecutor in Georgia, she has brought 12,000 indictments and any number of RICO cases against people. They're coming after Donald Trump. The institutional apparatus that's been picking presidents since the 1960s, 
is telling you you may not have him as your choice for president in 2024, and I want to hear from you. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Donald Trump and 18 others facing a 41-count indictment down in Georgia for speaking out against the 2020 election, saying, we think this election was stolen. We believe that the election was rigged. We would like to know the answers. We would like to have hearings on the 2020 election. And for that, he has been indicted. The exact thing that we are supposed to do as Americans, and that is question the system. That's why the First Amendment, not the 16th, not the 12th, not the 10th, not even the 5th, the First Amendment is about freedom of speech, not being abridged, and about your right to petition your government for the redress of grievances. When you feel you have been wronged, you not only have a right, you have a duty and obligation to this great country to question that and to question the authority. And the very people who were always back in the 1960s, and it's interesting that today is the anniversary of Woodstock, the beginning of Woodstock anyway. Those people were all about, you know, power to the people and sock it to the man. We're going to live free, free. Power to the people, they used to say in 1969. And today, now that they are the power, they want to make sure the people don't have any. This is exactly what this is about. It's not about Donald Trump. This is not about Donald Trump or Rudy Giuliani or Sidney or any of the others that are named in that indictment. Ladies and gentlemen, this is about you. Will you pick the political leaders in this country? Or will that institutional apparatus that has been doing it since the 1960s, will they do it? They're fighting you. They're not fighting Donald Trump. They're fighting you. They don't think that you should pick the president of the country. That's up to them. You are merely the little people in this banana republic. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Three little words no parent wants to hear. August 15th, 1969. They were all in a purple haze, yes. Wasn't that a type of LSD? Purple haze, wasn't it? Probably became one. It was either, or well, let him sing for a minute. Oh, he's not singing. No. Okay, this is the long version. Yeah. <laughs> you went on for days. Here we go. Right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wasn't up to speed on my drugs at the time. Yeah. Neither was I. I was only one. <laughs> I remember it. I was a young lad. I was a wee young lad. But I do remember that entire time. I remember Altamont. And yeah. what happened there? Right. Uh, but yes, uh, d this day, 1969, is when the kickoff of uh, of Woodstock uh, began, and you have made the trek to Mecca, huh? I have. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I loved it. It was just a hill with grass. Beautiful spot. It's you know, it's just a big field as it mm -hmm. was you know back in 1969 before all the mayhem took place. Really hasn't changed. Uh, no, you know, uh, you know, the, the immediate area around where the concert grounds uh -huh. were. Um, on top of the hill, there's a performing arts center now, right. a museum and what have you. That's cool. And they've done it up very well. They bring in performers all nice. the time to, to play there. But the area around it in Bethel, New York, uh, you know, Yasgur's Farm is still just down the street. Nothing else, as is typical in that neck of the woods, nothing else has changed. It's almost like it stayed exactly as it was then. As so. is Haight-Ashbury. Yeah. I've been there several times, and it's just like it was during yeah. the summer of love nothing, while all nothing, that time was going on. Nothing has changed. And then it all collapsed in on itself a couple <laughs> of years yeah. later. It just fell in on itself yeah, a year or two later. Anyway, we're going we're gonna to be playing some of those songs this morning. Excellent. It's a beautiful yeah. spot. Uh, if you ever get the chance to go and, and 
you know, look around a little bit and take it all in, yeah. you should do so. I, I'm going to. You know, yeah. my dad was really anti-hippie and drugs, right. you know, and so we weren't allowed to get into any of that stuff back then. Yeah. And I've done a deep dive into the hippies and drugs over the past several years. I mean, I, no, I haven't done a deep dive into drugs. Tell us about do, your experiences do while you're tripping here. At the... <laughs> Sorry about yeah. that. It's that was more wrong. of a shallow wading with the ankles, <laughs> not a dive. Yeah, that wasn't a deep dive. <laughs> you can't just, just stood at the edge of the water and watched. Yeah, it's called dipping toes. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. yeah, okay, I got yeah. you. Something strange in Maui. The property owners down there are already being approached by developers. The smoke is still in the air. You know, there was a uh, an international document that came out from the World Economic Federation. You know who I'm talking about there? Klaus Schwab and the whole Great Reset. And you're not, you're not going to own any tank and you're going to love it. Saying that Maui was going to be the spot of the new American cities and the new 15-minute cities. Isn't that interesting? The governor of Hawaii says he already has ways for the state to acquire that land for its own purposes. You're not going to shock me, baby, if we find out over time, because this is, listen, the government has done this to me, that this was uh, begun and this happened because they have an agenda to push, which is this whole climate change nonsense, and they are picking this place, as the World Economic Forum said, we're picking this place to be the beginning spot for America to have all electric, all natural resources, renewables, fueling the homes and the apartments. These developers want to come in and where the homes were, build a bunch of these apartments where the stores and the shops are right there, and you walk everywhere you go. Follow the money and follow the bouncing ball, and we will continue to do so. The Donald Trump indictment in Georgia was handed down last night. Came down around midnight. Fannie Willis, cut number five, Jimmy, the uh, attorney general, read the charges. I'm here with the prosecutors and investigators who have worked diligently on the investigation of criminal attempts to interfere in the administration of Georgia's 2020 presidential election. Today, based on information developed by that investigation, a Fulton County grand jury returned a true bill of indictment, charging 19 individuals with violations of Georgia law arising from a criminal conspiracy to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election in this state. Now, we'll take a quick break here. I want to take some of your calls at 210-599-5555. A couple of quick notes before I break this down on the other side. The indictment itself was posted on her and the Georgia, the, the county's official website, before the grand jury even voted. How did they know how the grand jury was going to vote? How did they know that there would be a 19-person, 41-count indictment that would be handed down? How were they able to post that on the website before the grand jury even voted? How did that happen? And if you go back to Thursday of last week, I was here telling you that Fannie Willis just took and released new PR photos. She got all prettied up, and they took pictures of her in a professional setting with a professional photog. And and she created and put up a fundraising email site and fundraising website for her campaign using this indictment. But that went up last Thursday. How did she know? that the indictment was going to come down last night at 9 p.m. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hold up. You're using Swiffer Power Mop? 210-654-5155. 210-654-5155. That's where you leave your Pledge of Allegiance and then listen for yourself at 550 and 650 here on KTSA. Banana Republics. Banana Republics. you got the working class population, typically very large, very poor. You don't have a middle class. 
And then you've got a ruling class that is very small and very rich. That's a banana republic. Usually an understanding between the politicians and the businessmen who actually pulling the strings behind the scene and the military that will work together to maintain the power. Because you see, the more diverse an economy is, the less power in the country can be concentrated. This is a banana republic. In banana republics, when there is the opposition that appears to challenge those who are in power, as I said, that very small group that's extremely rich, the politically connected and the powerful in the country, they first start off by persecuting the political opposition. In other words, they come up with trumped-up charges against whoever the political opposition is to besmirch them and smear their name so that they never rise up in the polls. But, however, on occasion, some will. So banana republics learned from Stalin. Ah, you then prosecute them. You come up with, again, trumped-up charges against them, and you say, you are guilty of this. And you arrest them away. You put them in prison so that they can't run in the upcoming election. And you can say you're doing it on behalf of the people because these people, the opposition to those in power, well, they're just so corrupt, they must go away to prison, and here I am, select me again. And again, and again, and again. And what happens is the people in those places, they get so frustrated because they go vote. And you know what happens? Nothing. Nothing changes. The economy continues to suffer. The well-to-do the well-placed, they're the ones who continue to see their money grow through their corruption. Many times they set up family-run businesses where they are accepting bribes in order to do things with their country. But it doesn't matter because they have the court system and the power, the, the, the guys with the guns around them. You see, the working class, they don't have guns. They can't fight back. So in, in, a, in a banana republic, you've got those who sit at the very top, and they have the guys with the guns. Um, in, in fact, sometimes leaders of banana republics will say things like, if you want to fight against us, you've got to have an F-16. Sometimes that'll, that'll be said in a banana republic because you know they're trying to tell you, listen, it's, it's fruitless. You're not going to be able to fight back against us. We're the rich. We're the powerful. And then, if the prosecution part of that doesn't work, persecution, prosecution, then there's always assassination. Lawfare is where they use the legal system and institutions to damage or delegitimize an opponent, and that's what's happening right now. This is nothing more than political lawfare from a banana republic. The institutional apparatus that has been picking presidents since it got rid of JFK in the 60s is now going after Donald Trump. He will not. <laughs> he will not be on the ballot. They'll see to it. What you're uh, observing right now is a fight for control of our elections, specifically the candidates themselves. You see, it doesn't really matter if you choose somebody that's a Republican or a Democrat as long as it is the institutional apparatuses, apparatus, of course, as long as it is their political candidate. It doesn't matter. They don't care if that person calls themselves a Republican or a Democrat. That's why you can have Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, whoa, we screwed up. Where did this guy come from? It was Hillary's turn. And this guy steps in in 2016, and he actually wins? And we're not going to ever, ever have that happen again. So where we are in our country right now 
Who gets to pick our candidates and who gets to pick our presidents? Is it the machine or is it us? Um, we the people. I mentioned to you the indictment itself was posted on her website before the grand jury even voted it. That doesn't tell you that the fix is already in on this. And she refused. She absolutely refused last night to say whether or not she was in contact with Jack Smith. He's the prosecutor that's going after Trump in Mar-a-Lago and in D.C. And she was asked a direct question, and she gave an answer. Have you been in contact with Jack Smith, the prosecutor, in the other cases? Well, I'm not going to talk about that right now. Well, that's a yes. That's a yes. Otherwise, she would have absolutely said no. We've had absolutely zero contact with him. Jack Smith and Fannie Willis waited 30 months, 30 months, to bring these charges. They've had 30 months to build their case. And now they want Trump on trial by February. Smack dab in the middle of the primary season. And for what? Well, Donald Trump questioned the 2020 election results. That's it. He got involved with his attorneys and said, I think this thing was screwed around with. We need to look into it. And that's what he is being charged with. Either his tweets, which fall under the First Amendment, his tweets about it, or his telephone calls about it. Those are falling under this indictment, 41 indictments, a thousand-year sentence. And, by the way, under RICO, the way she has charged this in Georgia, you must serve time. There is no probation allowed. It's mandatory time. The entire point of our system in this country, the reason our forefathers died on the battlefield for this country, the reason is to question the system. You know, today is the day that Woodstock kicked off. And it was all about power to the people. Shove it to the man. You know, give it to the man. And now that those hippies are in charge of our government, those liberals are in charge of our government, they don't want you to have the power. You can't have the power. Again, circling back to a banana republic. The working class population is large and poor. You don't have a middle class. It's large and poor. The prices of everyday goods right now are decimating the middle class. The middle class is in hock up to its eyeballs trying to buy bread and gasoline. This is the way it has worked in every one of these countries when they have instituted this form of government. The ruling class, small, rich, well-connected, and may I also add, on the take, accepting bribes, handing out, doling out policy for those bribes. That's what they do in banana republics, and they never, ever allow a true political opponent to ever even make it on the ballot. Persecute, prosecute, assassinate. That's what they do in banana republics to protect their power. Trey Ware, KTSA. It's easy to think all money managers are pretty. Trump indictment, Maui thing. We got uh, more money uh, and more munitions going to Ukraine. We got a lot of uh, ground to cover this morning. But probably the most important thing is the the guy driving the big trash truck in uh, Live Oak uh, decided that he was going to forget to close the back door on the gigantic trash truck and was driving down the road with the trash flowing out the back of the trash truck this morning. And the problem is it's dark streets over there. And so uh, I, I noticed that the cops finally got there in Live Oak this morning. They got their flashers on and all that kind of stuff. So you don't want to be running other, over other people's garbage in the no. dark. It's a really bad thing to do, right?
It is. Yeah. And I, you know, I feel bad for Katrina Weber, who has to stand out there <laughs> in 80-degree heat. And <laughs> No wonder she was holding her the, nose. The smell of other people's trash <laughs> floating through the air. I noticed a couple of milk jugs over there, and they you can run right into those, and the next thing you know, you pop a tire. Happens yep. every single time. So yeah, please be very careful out there. Well, we had a hot tubs on 35 as I left work. That was the hour <laughs> delay oh, from 410 to 35 and Pat Booker oh, was an hour. Oh, yeah. you're kidding. You're kidding. There was hot tubs on the side of the road. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I went around. I went out through uh, through Converse oh. that way. Oh. Well, welcome to I-35 in San Antonio, Texas. The greatest stretch of highway in America, right? It's, yeah, I don't greatest, know. It's, it's the greatest for, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, for a headache. Waco's still pretty bad. <laughs> if you haven't driven through 35 and Waco, that's yeah. a tragedy. Yes, right. Yes. And, of course, no matter how many times I have to say it, drink water in the heat. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate the reminder. It's good to know. I will, by the way. I've got a whole yeah. bottle right here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another day in America being run by the Banana Republic. And the phone lines are open at 210-599-5555. In the Banana Republic, you have a handful of people at the very top who are very wealthy, and they control industry, politics, the media, etc., and they never allow an outsider to get involved and to squeeze themselves into the process because an outsider says, you know what, somebody else is a risk to that power. I want you to know that the Banana Republic here in the United States, it didn't start recently. It actually began with the coup in the 1960s. And the institutional apparatus that's been picking presidents since it got rid of JFK is now going after Donald Trump. Persecution, prosecution, elimination. That's how banana republics do it. Very few are in charge, and they have all the money. They run everything. What's happening right now with Donald Trump, it's not Donald Trump. You remember, MAGA really existed before Donald Trump. It wasn't called MAGA. It had been called several other things, Tea Party this and that. But Donald Trump came along and boom, there was the guy that was going to be the head of this apparatus in America known as Freedom, Liberty, Tea Party, MAGA. And that's what this is about. You see, the elites are right now saying to you, you don't get to pick your candidate. You don't get to pick your president. You don't get to pick the head of the House or the Senate. We'll do all of that, thank you very much. And by the way, we'll play with you a little bit because we'll call one of them a Republican and we'll call the other one a Democrat, you see. And that way you really think you're getting a choice. So we'll give you a choice like Bill Clinton, and then we'll give you George W. Bush, and then, oh, before Bill Clinton, George H.W. Bush, and then we'll give you Barack Obama, and oh, hey, who this orange dude <laughs> that during his inauguration speech, he said, we're giving the power back to you, the people. And the elite said, hell you are. This is a fight for control of our election, specifically the candidates. Does the institutional apparatus, do they pick our candidates and our president? Or do we? Now, right now, they're in the process of using lawfare to disqualify Donald Trump. Lawfare. That's the use of legal systems and institutions to damage and delegitimize an opponent. That's what banana republics do. You're not allowed to run unless they approve of you. Unless they say so. Unless you're going to be the puppet that they are going to be able to control and run. Then they may consider allowing you to run. But if not, 
persecute, prosecute, eliminate. And it's happening right here in your country. 98-page, 41-count indictment, indictment, a 1,000 years in prison. And by the way, under the RICO statute where she filed this, it's no probation, it's mandatory time. If Donald Trump is convicted, he will go to prison. He and 18 others have been charged. Big names, you know them, like Giuliani and Mark Meadows and others, have been charged with questioning, challenging the 2020 election in Georgia. You see, it's no longer enough for them to say, we'll allow you a couple of choices. Now we've moved into a fresh Rubicon. We, we done crossed over that Rubicon, and I'm not saying we just put a, a foot over it. We ran the whole country across the Rubicon. You can't even question anymore. You can't even say, you can't tweet, you can't put up a meme, you can't even go to court anymore and say, I think the last election was rigged. Because if you do that, if you tweet that, because, by the way, that's all enumerated in this 98 pages. If you want to read it, I encourage you to do so for yourself. If you want a good laugh, <laughs> read this indictment. And did you know that they posted it yesterday afternoon? Yesterday afternoon, prior to the vote being taken by the grand jury, it was up on the Fulton County website. And then they took it back down. Oh, God. Oh, no, that was a fake document. Funny. The fake document is exactly the document that was filed in the court last night at midnight. So when he would tweet, he would further the conspiracy. When he would say, hey, listen, we need to look into this. I think there's about 11,000 votes that we need to find here. That added to the conspiracy. When he put together a team of electors, just in case the judge said, you know, right? You know what? You're right, Trump. Have a team of electors ready to go and vote for you. When he put that team together, that right there was part of the conspiracy. Not a contingency, you see, because most people would look at that and say, that's a contingency. If the judge rules in my favor, i got to have that team ready to get on a plane. i got to get them up there. they got to get there. And now. But that's not a contingency as far as the prosecutor down there is concerned. That right there was a conspiracy. You want to hear a conspiracy? Let's go to cut number three last night. On a Rachel Madcow show. Are you fancy meeting you? Oh, I can't nice believe this. <laughs> yeah, this is not the circumstances in which I expected to be talking to you. Nor me, Rachel. It's always good to talk to you, but honestly, um, I didn't think that it would be under these circumstances. Yet another set of indictments. This is something. In 2016. The apparatus had Hillary chosen. It was her turn, and boom, this guy came down the escalator. They have said he will never do that again. That will never happen again. In fact, cut number one. Is this, is this Joe Biden talking about that? In the United States. <laughs> well, um, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power. Uh, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he, uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president again. Hey, that was Joe Biden several months ago before Donald Trump announced he was running for re-election. We're going to make sure. We're going to make sure that he doesn't run again. Conspiracy. Not a Trump conspiracy, not a Rudy Giuliani conspiracy, not a Sidney Powell conspiracy. No, no, no. The conspiracy is with the apparatus who's been choosing your presidents since 1960s. Oh, sure, they had little games like in 68 when the Democrats lost and they challenged, they challenged the results of the 68 election. In 2000, when the Democrats lost... 
they challenged the election. And Alan Dershowitz, by the way, he was the one who headed up Al Gore's challenge. You know what Dershowitz said last night? Donald Trump did exactly what we did in 2000, exactly how we challenged George W. Bush's win in 2000. That's what George W. Bush, or that's what uh, Donald Trump is doing right now. Nobody was charged in 2000. John Kerry in 2004. Hillary Clinton in 2016, the Russian hoax. None of them went to jail. Oh, and if you want to make it about Georgia, Stephanie, Stephanie uh, St- Abrams is, is Stacey Abrams still says to this day that she's the legitimate governor. She was elected by the people to this day, and no charges whatsoever. Our country has been taken over by those in power. And you had four years of freedom and your choice. And they're never going to let that happen again. Hi, Amigo, right ahead. You're on. Hey, how you doing? Good. The problem is, is that is that Donald Trump exposed these people in power, and they're losing their power little by little, and they can't put up with it. That's the biggest thing about power is, like, you can't let it go. And he exposed them, and they can't get rid of them the way they really want to because it, just, it, it would just empower our people, and we're getting tired of it little by little. We're going to it's gonna it's gonna we're watching them implode basically all these powerful people because they can't comprehend that we want our we want our rights back we want to be in charge of what we the people the way it's supposed to be and it's happened before and little by little i mean if we don't start voting these people out it's gonna be a disaster in this country that's the problem i don't condone any violence at all don't get me to that point i just say we need to vote these people out and show them that we're in charge but they're the ones pushing I mean, with all these indictments, they're just showing what they're going to do to us if we question them ever again. And we're going to finally get tired of it at one point. So- Remember, Jaime, thank you for the call. i got to go. Remember, this is not about Donald Trump. It's about you. 210-599-5555. Let me talk about foundation support specialists. Great people there. Foundation experts who know what to be do- what needs to be done to protect your home, your largest investment, your castle. And if you've got a faulty foundation underneath it, it's literally going to start to come apart at the seams. So that's why you want to have a foundation inspection done. A thorough foundation inspection to make sure that you have a great foundation of your home uh, under your home. If you don't, well, then they can uh, prescribe the fix, and then they'll guarantee their fix for the life of the structure with a written transferable warranty that passes on a new homeowner if you sell your home. Get, a, get in touch with them today. You can log on to their website. Tell them I told you to call. It's Trey Ware, and uh, they'll send somebody out for a free, no-obligation foundation inspection. That's foundationsupportspecialist.com. Hot in 104 today. Right now it's 80 at KTSA. Good morning. Looks like a disabled vehicle on 90E. Upstate New York. This day, yeah, Carlos Santana, it was Woodstock. You got to change your evil ways, baby. Before I stop loving you, you got to change, baby. Every word that I say is true. All right, we are covering everything with the Trump indictment that came down late last night. In fact, Fannie Willis did not make any kind of statement until uh, about midnight or so. And uh, when asked about the fact that it was uh, put on their website prior to them even having a vote in the grand jury, she said, oh, no, 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 I don't know anything about that. I don't know how that works. I'm completely divorced from that. All I do is I bring cases. I don't know what, I don't know. Well, she's, she's lying. And she took and released PR photos last Thursday and Friday. I was telling you about that here on this show. And then she put up a fundraising website last Friday using these charges as a reason to donate to her. The entire system is rigged against you. Your anger that you're feeling about having this choice obviously taken away from you because that's what's happening here they're going to arrest him they're going to try to lock him up they're doing all they can to take him off the run coming up next year they want one of their guys a pence or somebody like that but as they continue to move in that direction your anger has to be taken out when you vote 
in mass force. And this is where banana republics get off is that people, and this is true, people begin to believe that their vote is not going to matter, their vote is not going to change anything. How many times have you thought that? 87% of voters in Bear County don't even turn out anymore because they don't believe it's going to make a difference. 87%. And that's what happens in national elections in banana republics. And because the system is rigged to where it doesn't make any difference. Oh, sure, we got opposing parties. Hey, look, we got a guy in a red jersey and a guy in a blue jersey. Okay, one has an R, the other has a D associated with the name. Great! They're the same people, chosen by the same people behind the scenes. They represent the same folks. They do the same things. In my lifetime, in my lifetime, there have been two that have been out of that category. Two in my lifetime. The rest of them bought and paid for. The two, Ronald Reagan and this one right here, Donald Trump. The rest of them merely puppets to do the bidding of those at the top of the food chain in a banana republic. It's happening in your life. They're taking away your choice. And you have to punish them so badly at the polls when you vote that there can be absolutely no doubt about it. And this is where you come in. It's talking to your circle of influence. It's telling the people that you know. It's just having a conversation about what's going on. It's directing them to this podcast so that they can hear what's going on. It's opening their eyes. I have a clear example of it here in the mornings when I sit here because on one side I've got a channel on television that is giving us some information about this. On the other side, they are completely ignoring all this. Good Morning America and ABC is completely ignoring it. So if you get all, all of this, so if you get any of your news, if you primarily get your news from ABC or CNN or CBS, then you completely oblivious to this, completely. Or you're being told that Donald Trump really is a criminal. And if he's a criminal, so Stacey Abrams and Hillary Clinton and you and me, because we've challenged elections too. And that's what this is about. More money to Ukraine. Joe Biden about to leave on another lengthy vacation. I got tales about that coming up for you next. I want to tell you about Laurel Ridge. Here we are. It's back to school time. And at Laurel Ridge, they're there to help your kiddo get back in school without all that stress because it can be a super stressful time, right? Right. Yes, it sure can. Well, since 1987, they've provided caring and compassionate treatment for young people and adults, by the way, who are suffering from depression or addiction, a wide variety of behavioral and psychiatric issues right here at Laurel Ridge in San Antonio. At Laurel Ridge, they are fully equipped to be able to handle any situation. They offer inpatient help for crisis stabilization. They offer day treatment and longer-term residential treatment as well. And if your kiddos go back to school and they're you know, in treatment over there, don't worry about that because they have a charter school so your kiddo won't fall behind. They are here to be an ally in your family, whether it's your kiddo or it might be you. For a free assessment offered 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it's Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, 210-491-3591. Laurel Ridge for over 35 years, saving lives, healing families, creating hope. Working to build wealth doesn't mean you get to at work, at home. Tell your smart speaker to play KTSA. Hear a motorcycle. That mm. gets my buds boiling. 637 out, Treyware KTSA. 210-599-5555. The topics for you to choose from and comment on. 210-599-5555. The uh, fourth indictment. <laughs> Four. Handed down against Donald Trump. A thousand years in prison. Wow. Persecute, prosecute. Somebody just sent me a note, said uh, incarcerate, eliminate. 
the point of our system is the duty to question the system, to question election results, to speak freely. That's why it's called the First Amendment, not the 26th, not the 25th, not the 20th, not the 16th, not the 10th. It's the First Amendment. You have a duty to speak freely in this country, not just the ability to. You have a duty to speak up and to petition your government for a redress of grievances. And if you think you've been wronged, it's your duty to go to your government and say, I've been wronged, and this is where I've been wronged. But you see, the institutional apparatus that picks our leadership in this country, they don't want you questioning. They don't want you to have somebody who's going to represent you. They'll do that just fine, thank you very much. So if somebody does come up in the process, well, then they're going to persecute, prosecute, incarcerate, eliminate. That's how they do it, you see. Stalin would be, well, he'd be enjoying every minute of this. Mussolini and Hitler and the rest of them, they'd be loving all this that's going on. This is just fits right into what they institutionalized in their own countries. So pick from that one or something strange going on in Maui. I just find it a bit odd, don't you, that these fires started and they ran where they ran. They avoided Oprah's house. Wow, they avoided Bill Gates' house. Wow. But they burned out the little people. The very people we're talking about in the Banana Republic. You know, you got the very small and rich at the top. And then the rest of us down here, no middle class. We, we're very poor. It attacked middle-class homes in Lahaina, left Oprah's and Bill Gates' house and all the rich people, all the actors and actresses, left their houses alone. And already there's still smoke billowing down there. And already there's developers who, who have this dream that was first enunciated at the World Economic Forum a couple of years ago. You know, wouldn't it be great if we were to go in and level parts of Maui and build these 15-minute cities? You know, these communities where nobody has a car, there's no gas, there's only electricity that's provided by clean energy, and, and you walk to everywhere you go. Wouldn't it be something, if we had the opportunity, said the World Economic Forum a few years ago, if we had the opportunity to go to a place like, say, Maui and build an island paradise with all renewable energy, no cars, no smog, and people, well, they don't own their property. Uh, they pay the government for the property. They live in, like, these condo kind of things that are owned by the government, administrated by the government, and they walk to the to the market down the street. Wouldn't it be awesome if we had a place like Maui to do that in, said the World Economic Forum? And now the governor of Hawaii says that he has ways for the state to acquire the land for its purposes. That's interesting. He wants the state, said the governor of Hawaii, to acquire this burned-out property because they've got use for it. They, they will put it to good use. Huh. wonder if that means they're going to build condos on it and lease those condos out to people. I wonder if that's what that means. And, of course, the stories are rampant about how they're not getting the services from the federal government. In fact, they're being the citizens are down there being blocked right now. Isn't that interesting? From, from, from getting water and, and, and gasoline. Can't get any of that stuff right now. That the government is not responding to them. Hmm. That if you're in Ukraine and you're fighting a war for the United States on behalf of the United States to take over the oil of Russia, if you're in Ukraine doing that, well, then you'll get whatever you want. Whatever you need, whatever you desire, you'll get everything. As a matter of fact, yesterday, while you were distracted by all this other news that's going on, the Biden administration quietly found $200 million to send over to Ukraine. You know, we were focused on all this other stuff, the stuff that's coming down about Trump and the stuff that's going on in Maui and all this other stuff that's going on. And quietly, the Biden administration sends another $200 million. You know, sending over some 155 millimeters, some 105 artillery rounds, some, ha some javelins, uh, 58 water trailers, 37 tactical vehicles, et cetera, et cetera. 
and another $200 million going over there to Ukraine to fight against Russia. And meanwhile, Joe Biden took a 14-day vacation the week before last. Last week he worked a four-day week, took off on Friday for a long weekend on the beach, and was asked, by the way, about Maui, and he said, I have no comment. Well, guess what? He's going to jump on Air Force One and take off to Lake Tahoe this Friday for another summer vacation. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Joe, so busy running for president, so busy campaigning for president, so busy and concerned about the people of Maui and Palestine, Ohio, that, oh, yes, he's going to have another vacation. He'll be in Lake Tahoe on Friday, August 18th, and we'll stay there until the following Thursday. You Democrats still want me to believe he's running for president? You still want me to believe that? Hey, Elvis, you're on, are much less running the country. Elvis, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. When I was stationed in uh, Hawaii in the uh, early 90s, uh, the state of Hawaii understood that help, no matter what happens, is at least three months away. Hurricane fires, volcanoes, whatever. The state of Hawaii has huge stockpiles of water, other stuff in case something happened because they know they're 90 days out why that stuff's not getting funneled to maui is really strange isn't it the whole thing really is especially when you consider the world economic forum klaus schwab a great reset said a couple of years ago it'd be great if we had a place like maui we could build one of these cities in 210-599-5555 hest fitness equipment exercising in the cool comfort of your own home don't get out of the heat don't get out there to walk or jog. No, you can do it right in the A.C. at your house. Hess has a large selection of treadmills, ellipticals, and bikes. I like their dumbbells. I use those a whole lot. I used to have a big weight machine that I bought from Hess Fitness, but as I got older, I decided to move on from, you know, walking around with big, you know, arms and neck and everything else and got rid of that big weight machine, but I still have a couple of kettlebells. I still have all the, uh, all the dumbbells and my bench, and I still use it. And I hope that you'll check them out as well. You see, you're not going to get any kind of pushy salesperson. What you're going to get is a consultant. They've been doing this for over 40 years. And at Hess, they always have the best price guarantee. You will find great workout equipment for you no matter how old you are, no matter what the condition of your body is right now, these folks at Hest can help you. And I know because I've been a customer for over 12 years now. Check them out. They're at uh, 281 and Thousand Oaks. Look better, feel better, and do more. Hest Fitness Equipment. Trey Ware here. Hicks Carpet One in San Antonio's ballot box. Time to turn out. Everybody that you know needs to hear this story. How the elite in this country are stealing your country from you. Persecute, prosecute, incarcerate, assassinate. That's what uh, banana republics do to hang on to their power. And that's where we are in America right now. 50 Cent, the rapper, (laughs) writing on Instagram, I told you L.A. was finished. He wrote that about a year or so ago. L.A.'s finished, right? So they're going to have to lock the doors and go by appointment only. He's talking and shaking my head. He's talking about what happened at Nordstrom the other day. He's absolutely right that companies like Walgreens are already coming up with a new shopping model where everything is behind the case. Isn't that funny how that happened back well, when you had a general store down the street? You know, back in the cowboy days, the general store had an accountant or, or an attendant in there, and you went in and you said, I need five of those, six of those, eight of those, and ten of those. And while you went and did other stuff in town, the attendant at the general store got all of your items together. Well, look, we're, we're returning back to it. We're going back to hieroglyphics. That's an emoji. Pretty soon we'll be living in caves because you're not supposed to have air conditioning. So going to have you living in a cave writing a hieroglyphic on the wall. And when you go to the store, an attendant is going to have to hand that to you. Or, as 50 Cent said, you're going to have to go shopping by appointment only. Oh, hi, Bob. Glad you're here. Come on in, and you can buy what you need to buy. One in at a time. Oh, hi, Sue. Come on in, Sue. Oh, you don't have an appointment, do you? Sorry. You can't shop here. 50 Cent is right. L.A. is done. TikTok user Mia Chloe posting about traveling the world on a budget and no brain cells. (laughs) Calling out the abundance of American flags that she has seen while traveling around the United States on TikTok saying, I'm just going to say it. There's too many American flags around here. 
I'm triggered. They're on houses. They're on cars. Some are on couch cushions. You're the only country I know who does that. Why aren't you being humble, America? And then she was asked about the Australian flag, the country she's from. Well, I couldn't tell you what it looks like. I know it's blue, and it's got something like stars or something on it. But I could sure draw the American flag from memory good. It's a point. I think I could make a bloody sculpture of it. That's how many times I've seen it. It's enough. Let's pull back on it, okay? Let's be humble, America. No, darling, you be hum humble. And uh, humble yourself right back to Australia. In fact, that's exactly what our governor wrote to her in responding to her little video. Go back to Australia where you belong. <laughs> yeah, darling. Head on back to Australia. You don't like to see the American flag, the flag of the United States, by the way. Okay? That's what it's called, the flag of the United States. You don't like seeing that? Get on. Get on with your bad self. Go do something else. I'm not worried about you being triggered. Believe you me, you being triggered is not is the least of my worries and concerns of this world. House Republicans beginning an investigation. Claims from a Biden official that he was making backroom deals with agencies calling the migrant crisis a boom for business. Now, folks, I've been saying now for weeks that I have a strong hunch. Just and That's all it is now. It's just a hunch that the Biden crime family is making money off the border. Have I not said that, Elaine? That somehow, somehow, having an open border is benefiting the Biden crime family because everything else they do benefit is to benefit the Biden crime family. Everything. And I just, I just got a feeling in my bones, man, that that's what's going on down at our border. Is that somehow it's getting back to Joe and Hunter and James or whoever else, you know, the whole, the whole, the whole clan up there. Well, Andrew Lorenz Strait made some allegations about how money is going to these groups that are bringing illegal aliens into our country, and it's your taxpayer money being funneled to these groups. And it's a corrupt bargain with these contracts, he says. And he was the one that resp was responsible <coughs> on behalf of Joe Biden to make these contracts with these organizations. To go out and find people to come to the United States illegally and to pay their way into the country illegally. And I just, you know, because this is how I think now, because they have so conditioned me, I'm just wondering if any of that money is going back to the Biden's LLCs, you know, the 29 LLCs they have set up that these other countries funnel money to. I just wonder if if, if there's a, a scenario here where that money would go to these organizations and they would go find illegal aliens, particularly pregnant women, and bring them into the country in the United States. And then, um, you know, a certain amount of that money ends up in the LLCs. Of the Bidens, I'm, I'm just wondering. I, I wonder the same thing about Zelensky and and Ukraine and all the money that's being dumped into Ukraine. I'm just, I just, I'm curious if any of that money. Well, the same thing is true with China and our energy policy in America too. Joe Biden is killing American industry, our our energy, our own domestic energy, and we're having to buy more and more of those products from from China. And I'm just curious if the LLCs have seen a little bump after all this has been go going on. Heavily armed law enforcement officers swarming to the home, of a Philadelphia home of a teenager who FBI is telling us was plotting to launch a national terrorist attack. 17-year-old yesterday in contact with global terrorist group affiliated with Al-Qaeda, says the FBI, and was making bombs and had a whole lot of guns and a whole lot of ammo, and they stepped in and got him yesterday. So we'll see and follow that. And workers are being told in San Francisco to work from home. Don't come into the orifice anymore in San Francisco because it's too dangerous, too much crime. So just stay home and work at home. That's next. <laughs> we'll talk about that and so much more coming up. Where in Rima, KTSA. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelry.